Worried AI is taking jobs? It's also taking water. That story and more on H2O Radio's weekly news report. I'm Jamie Sudler. I'm Franny Halperin, and it's This Week in Water. A prophetic poem written by a man from Derna, Libya, just days before a catastrophe struck his country last week, has gone viral. His poem warned of a failed state and rain as an alarm bell. Tragically, the poet Mustafa Al-Trabelsi was himself a victim of the flooding in Libya that left more than 11,000 dead and 10,000 missing. In just 24 hours, the region, which is generally very dry, received more rain than typically falls in a year from Storm Daniel in the Mediterranean, similar to a hurricane and called a medicane. Two dams above the city failed, releasing a 23-foot wave of water that hit Derna. The dams were likely not maintained and were not constructed to proper standards. What was a narrow channel in the city turned into a 100-meter-wide scar on the landscape where everything, including people, buildings, and cars, was washed away toward the sea. The cause of the extreme rain will not be known with certainty until after research, but climate change makes oceans warmer and gives storms more energy. Plus, a hotter atmosphere holds more water that can supercharge precipitation. Additionally, Libya's civil war and crisis of governance worsened the disaster. The world's oceans are heating up because of the climate crisis, which is leading to ice melting, sea level rise, and marine heat waves. Perhaps less talked about, though, is that warmer temperatures are also reducing the amount of dissolved oxygen the seas can hold, causing more dead zones where marine life can't survive. But these low oxygen areas aren't confined to the ocean. According to new research led by Penn State, Thanks to global warming, we could one day have dead zones in rivers, where the process is happening faster. The finding was surprising to the researchers who expected that because rivers are shallow and fast-moving, the water can absorb oxygen directly from the air. Also, rivers contain plants that make oxygen. However, their analysis, which looked at nearly 600 rivers in the U.S. and over 200 in Europe, found otherwise. They determined that 87% of the waterways have been getting warmer in the past four decades, and 70% were losing oxygen. Reduced oxygen in rivers can lead to fish die-offs and threaten aquatic diversity. An added concern is that the deoxygenation could promote chemical reactions that would release toxic metals from river sediments, as well as greenhouse gases like methane, furthering the climate crisis in a feedback loop. Last week, the Senate began the first of several meetings with tech leaders about regulating artificial intelligence, or AI. While there's much concern the technology could eliminate jobs and spread disinformation, another risk, perhaps less acknowledged, is that AI is thirsty, not just for knowledge, but also water. In popular apps like ChatGPT and BARD, supercomputers gobble up volumes of text, images, video, and other content so they can respond like a human to user prompts, such as requests to help write an essay, compose music, or plan a vacation. But all that computing that happens in racks of servers in warehouse-sized data centers can generate a lot of heat, so volumes of fresh water are required to keep equipment cool. 
How much? In its latest sustainability report, Microsoft disclosed that its global water consumption spiked by more than 30% from 2021 to 2022, equaling the amount held in 2,500 Olympic-sized swimming pools, and experts say it's mostly to do with AI. Experts like Xiaolei Ren at the University of California, Riverside, who has been studying the environmental impact of AI, he says ChatGPT gulps down roughly half a liter of water every time it responds to between 20 and 50 prompts. Microsoft is not alone in guzzling water. According to Ren and his team, Google's data centers in the U.S. alone consumed nearly 13 billion liters of fresh water in 2021 to keep their servers cool, a 20% increase from the previous year, which Ren attributes to AI. Ren confirmed to H2O Radio that one way to lower the water footprint of AI is to schedule the time computers spend training to nighttime when it's cooler. And finally, if you take public transit in the middle of the summer, you might find yourself looking for some shade from the sun, but don't assume that a bus shelter will help. It could actually make you hotter. That's what an investigation by Houston Public Media revealed in what may be a first-of-its-kind examination into the dangers of waiting for a bus as the climate warms. The summer was one of the hottest on record in Houston, with temperatures above 100 degrees for weeks. So two journalists wanted to learn about its effects on bus riders. Their study showed that almost three-quarters of the plexiglass shelters reached points at which people were at extreme risk for heat illness, such as heat stroke or heat exhaustion. And in close to 20% of the shelters, they actually made the heat worse than standing in direct sunlight, while the protection offered by nearby trees was much better. The Houston Metro Bus Authority told the reporters that shelters are tested for how they handle rain, but not heat. That's it for this week in water. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.